Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are on episode three of season five. It's been a pretty fun season so far. We got to both have a room that Danny has created and a room that was hosted by guest GMs. Uh, That's going to continue for at least the next few weeks, which means that as we alternate, this will be another room that Danny has designed. Every episode, we have a guest on to run through the room. And just because we have some new listeners, and I don't think I've said this uh, enough, we also make all of those rooms freely available. If you look in the show notes for this episode, you can download Danny's entire notes and play this room yourself at home with friends. Please so, do. Please Take do. pictures of your own notes. Tell us all about your progress and which parts you did better or worse than mm. our players I just feel like are. we haven't said this in a while. Yeah, we love hearing about it. But... Every episode we have a guest come on and play through the room. And this episode, our guest is the host of GM the GM podcast. Uh, it's Gemma Marsh. Hi, Gemma. GM herself. Hey, guys. How are you going? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? We are pretty good. good. Uh, it's rare for us uh, when we record with people in the UK. It's there in the morning and where, and it's our evening. And usually we record with Americans and it's all the other way around. So mm. it's nice. For some reason, I feel more awake. I've got all this evening energy. Well, I've, yeah, I've not been up that long, so I'm quite awake. It's my morning. <laughs> Perfect. So you, you host, we, we introduced you, you host the GM the GM podcast. I do. Uh, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what that show is? Sure. Yeah. So it is a podcast about everything escape rooms Uh, any subjects, anything to do with escape rooms, but it's all told from a behind-the-scenes games master perspective. So there's quite a few sort of insider tips and uh, secrets from the industry hidden in the podcasts as well, which is cool. Awesome. Well, I, I like. I'm sure the people who are listening to this will enjoy that. If if they, I mean, they're obviously escape room fans, so it's nice to be able to look at that from a behind the scenes sort of thing. And and we know from experience that when we talk through room design and puzzle design people really like it so if you like our episodes our our, uh, podcast this escape and our bonus content episodes you should go check out Gemma's show because it'll be exactly what you want to listen to Uh, so on that note we always ask two questions as we start the episode and the first question is what is your escape room experience now obviously you have some but would you like to quantify it for us (laughs) (laughs) sure like uh, every escape room enthusiast I have a spreadsheet that documents how many rooms I've done. And uh, I'm currently on 91. 91. Ooh. I mean, yes. that's no 500 cake, but it's it's good. It's better no, than us. Yeah. <laughs> Are they mostly local rooms or have you, have you travelled around and done them all across the world? I have travelled, yeah. Not quite all across the world yet, <laughs> but um, they're not all just local to me. No, I, I actually started uh, abroad. I started in Cyprus. That's where I did my first Oh. Time. The, the rest of them are in England, but not just, uh, yeah, all over England. Oh, wonderful. So, uh, obviously, we, we were all going to assume, having an escape room podcast, that you had escape room experience. The real question is, this is a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. Do you have any tabletop role-playing experience? Well, <laughs> I have a little bit, um, which was... Uh, Given to me by Danny. Thank you, Danny. So basically, Ooh. I've just uh, taken advantage of your show notes and I've, I've hosted a few games for my friends. 
Oh, oh nice. Wonderful. Yeah, we're currently <laughs> halfway through Descent of the Culloden's. Wow. Oh, nice. Same, um, same people every time? Yeah, same people. But, um, awesome. Everybody's just got a little bit busy recently, so we've had to stop for a little while. But That's um, always the way with tabletop role-playing games. <laughs> Oh, that's that's really cool. I'm really glad. Did you have you did did you do any standalone rooms before going straight into the connected one, or is that where you started with it with your? No, first? I did some of your standalone rooms as well. Um, ah, cool. I think the first one that I did was the uh, like superhero one. Ooh, oh, nice! That was very the, early. Yeah, with with the lift and the chair. See, I told you, people at home, I told you you could play these yourself. You didn't believe me. But I told you, you can just download them and play them at home. <laughs> Go do it. Um, well, in this episode, for the first time in quite a while, since I can't even remember. Since episode one, I'm pretty sure. Since episode one. Is this only the second time we've I done this? I think so. Uh, Gemma is going to play the room solo with no help, no hints. If she asks for a hint, we're going to give her an anti-hint and tell her the wrong solution. We're going to end the Skype call. Yeah, if she asks for a hint, the episode's over. <laughs> Uh, no, she can get as many hints as you want, but she'll be playing by herself. Uh, so we'll find out if she's up to the challenge. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready to go, Gemma? I'm ready. I've got my pen. I've got my paper. Got my brain. All right. Danny, <laughs> would you like to take us away? And I, for the first time in a while, get, get to, to fade away into the background oh. and be a hint ghost. All right, so first of all, thank you to the two Patreon donors whose names will appear in this episode, and also, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You've had some difficult jobs in your life, but none of them have scratched the surface of the layers of pain that come with being a baker. It's not just the fact that you have to get up before sunrise every workday. It's not the pain your arms are in after a whole morning of kneading dough. It isn't even the customers, and they are weirdly picky about bread. It's having David as your boss. And eh, it's a little bit having Ace as your co-worker, but they're just lazy. They're not quite as horrible. David is a nightmare. No days off, no holidays, no sick leave, even though you're dealing with food. And whenever you work together, it's a non-stop flurry of shouting, grumbling, glaring. You don't know what you did, but he hates you. But... You need this job. So one Monday afternoon, right before closing time, you notice something odd. David's taking a break and Ace is taking a nap in the back. And you take a seat in front of the work laptop and do a bit of work on the accounts. David usually does this, but he always complains about how much he hates it. So maybe if you do it today, he'll have one less reason to yell at you tomorrow. Only while you're scrolling through the numbers, you notice a couple of things... Like, why does it say you just got your mandatory six-month raise? That didn't happen. And is that what the official records say your wage is? That's not even close to right. And there's a whole section here about some big expensive equipment repairs, but you absolutely know those were never done. Yet these are the numbers being sent to the accountants and filed to the tax office. Where has that money actually gone? You hastily log off and not a moment too soon. David returns from his break and sweeps up the laptop and announces that he's going home for the evening. Not long after, Ace wakes up and leaves as well. You're the last one here. This is your chance. If David is stealing cash from the bakery and from your pocket, you're going to find out where he's hiding it. You know this shop like the back of your hand. 
From the door, there are two tables to the left and right, one at either side, each with two chairs. Okay. Hanging on the side walls, one on the left, one on the right, are two large menus, one for the sweet food and one for the savoury. Does it matter what side they're on? Which one is which? All good. I put savoury on the left. Oh, really? You're weird. Sweet on the right. What do you mean I'm weird? That's what I've done. Ah, yes! I said sweet before savoury. That clearly means you start with sweet on the left. Mm, I don't know. What are you doing, two going alphabetically? Two out of two experts you agree. monsters. Whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ugh. Then, separating the customers from the workers' area, there are three long, low glass cabinets full of food. One of them is full of pies, one with sweets, and one with scrolls. Sorry, what was the third one? Uh, scrolls. Is this a language? Well, I wondered how much it would be. Billy, you're the researcher. What's a good translation for scrolls? Um, like a <laughs> cinnabon, but not. A scroll to me not... is a piece of paper that's been rolled up. Yeah, it's bread that's like that. Yours is, but you're do, I feel like they're, they're like the spongy... Like a like a rolled sponge cake style one. What? Not, really? Like you know that? No. It's like a long like a tube. I mean, they can be, but they're bready to me. They are bready. They're just scrolls. You okay. know, so unhelpful. Scrolls. So it's a bread item that's long. <laughs> Does it? Yes, that is long. And it's like it's rolled up. Okay. If you want to, like, it's it's like a bready version of you know, like a Swiss roll, or yes. a or a like that, like how it's long tube of rolled up sponge right okay yeah it's like that but like bread it's like a more Sa- savory a savory version, version of, of that roll. okay in the back there are staff lockers over in the right corner two of them and over in the left corner there is the slicer and the wrapping station in the middle is a long baking bench with two huge shelves of bread on either side and an industrial oven at the back to find that money You'll just have to search everything. Now, bread is like if you take wheat uh, and some <laughs> yeast and other, and, you, and it's usually like kind of like like a loaf if if a loaf means anything to you, and it raises and you eat it. It's like it's a staple here. Yeah, <laughs> I know what bread is. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Danny, I like to eat a scroll. I've never had one. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> so you go over to the scroll cabinet. And you slide open the glass door. It opens just fine. And they're long cylindrical pastry things. And to be honest, they're your least favorite thing about the food here. So they're supposed to be nice and a little bit squishy, just a little bit the right kind of chewy. But the recipe for them is all messed up somehow. And David will not let you change it. So after a day, they're rock solid, even though they're all the same flavor. Uh, they're on three different shelves, and if you want to taste them, okay, which shelf do you want to grab one from? Uh, let's go with the bottom shelf. Ooh, okay. Uh, you you try. It's rock solid. Your teeth are going to break before the scroll gets chewable. Ew, that sounds nasty. Are we still it's... trying to sell these to people? Well, I mean, they're here because no one has accepted them. Maybe everyone is just really smart. <laughs> Yeah, except Dave. Mm. Stupid Dave. Uh, yeah, Dave. Dave, you idiot. 
How does this keep happening in our solo rooms that we end up insulting Dave? That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me try one from the middle shelf. It's still not great. There's almost no flavor to it. And you can tear this one, but you have to really tear with your teeth to get into it. You don't really want to swallow it. And so then from the top shelf? Top shelf is, um, let's call it mediocre. You can eat it. It's just chewy in the wrong sort of way. So what I was actually going to do first um, was uh, <laughs> turn around and have a look at the door. But then I got distracted by the always Everyone's the getting door. to know me. Everyone knows you too well now, Danny. You always check <laughs> the know, door. We know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, could I just uh, check right, out the so, door, please? So at the moment, the door's locked, but that's so that people can't get in. You can get out if you want to at any time. You're not trapped. There are blinds down covering the glass. And look, David needs to replace these because they're really defective. You've noticed this since day one. The blinds, like the shutters, what do you call them? The shutters of the blind? Slats. The slats? The slats. The sl- oh, yes, we both said slats. Two out of two experts agree it's slats. <laughs> the long horizontally bits are all different sizes. So they're all the same width, but going down from the top... There are nine horizontal long slats. And vertically, the first three are all pretty narrow. But then the next three are twice as fat. And then the bottom three are twice as fat again. So it's really bottom heavy. Looks Mm -hmm. a little bit like a barcode at the moment. Fair enough. I have no idea if that's going to be relevant or not. Uh, Is there anything else about the door that I note? Nope, that's all good. Okay. So then let's, uh, the scrolls are on the right, weren't they? So let's let's stay over on the right. Can I check out please the um, chairs on the right hand side? So the chairs, they are the cheapest thing that you could ever find. They're not even chair shaped. No one would ever want to sit on these. They're just big rectangular prism blocks and they're baby pink. They're baby pink? Baby pink. Is that a I think you've invented a colour. Baby pink. <laughs> I think they're just pink. Baby pink is a colour, Bill. <laughs> instead of pl- instead of playing Spider Solitaire, maybe you should do some research. You want me to Google baby pink? There's a book that is baby pink right behind you. As for the table, this is exactly the same on the left or the right, so you don't notice any difference. Um, the table is also an unpleasant colour and an impractical shape. These tables are lime green and they are huge fat cylinders. Each of them, each of these tables currently has an empty plate sitting on it, and you happen to know that these are stuck to the tables because these tables aren't for customers, they're for window displays. Every morning, Ace sets up some food on these plates where they sit in front of the windows to tempt the passersby. Definition of baby pink. A variable colour averaging a light yellowish pink that is redder and deeper than average shell pink, or petal pink, and redder and stronger than opera pink. There Yellow pink is a weird description. I'm so sorry. It's baby pink. You're right. Okay. Um, you said that the chairs were just like blocks. Is that is that right? Yeah, just like rectangular prism blocks. Uh, it doesn't sound very comfortable. Do they open in any way? They do not. They're, and they're pretty heavy. In theory, they could move around, but it wouldn't be much fun to try. Okay. And a weird cylindrical table. Does that have, is that hollow? 
Let's say solid. Is there anything, um, well, I'd like to get down and take a look at underneath the table, please. Because these are just kind of solid, blocky things, there isn't really any underneath to them. Okay, so they just sit straight on the floor. Yeah, nothing more to look at. It feels like you don't trust me to touch everything. <laughs> I um I thought to myself, you know, I come up with a bit of a strategy before starting, and and I thought that I would go around and just look at thoroughly at everything. So let's, can I please walk over to the sweet food menu and have a look at that, please? So this board just has a huge list of all the amazing sweets that this bakery has on offer. And we're going to send you an image so you can take a look at that Ooh. menu. Available in our show notes for those of you playing at home. Okay, so I have a sweets menu. It's got a pinkish border and the menu itself looks kind of pale blue. Uh, it says sweets menu at the top, which is underlined. Dang. And then there's a big long list of loads of pies, cake, tart, puddings, buns, smoothies. Ice cream. Ew. Eucalyptus ice cream. That doesn't sound very nice. (laughs) Oh, such a thing. (laughs) Don't you watch MasterChef Australia? It's uh, everyone's favourite MasterChef. (laughs) I don't. Oh, tapioca pudding. I got to admit, I don't know what tapioca Uh, is. I just know that that's a thing. It is a thing, yeah. I don't think I've ever had it. Uh, Yogurt and smoothies. So it seems to get a little bit healthier as you go down the list. But uh, (laughs) it's all written in lowercase. And there's, I can't see anything significant about it at the moment. Spearmint and blueberry smoothie. That sounds quite nice. Uh, Okay, so what I'm doing now is just looking to see whether all of the first letters spell anything. Always a good first move. Mm -hmm. Which they don't appear to. I didn't think you would would do anything that easy, Danny. I sometimes do. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's all I have at the moment. Is that all I can observe with the sweet food menu? Yep, no secret okay. tricks. It doesn't come off the wall to reveal a hidden safe. <laughs> They're all good. Okay, cool. So I walk then over to the right side shelves with all of the bread on them. In the employee area now? Uh, yes, yes. All right, so you walk back to the working area and you look at the bread shelves. There are three distinct sections to each of these bread shelves, but all of them looks about the same. It's not like they're separated by whole wheat, sourdough, white or anything like that. Um, So they just contain all of the unpackaged, fat, squishy, rectangular loaves of bread. All right. Did you say they weren't sorted? They don't seem to be sorted. They all look the same. Are they are the shelves all full? Yes. Okay. So if I try and move any of the loaves, oh, you can you can pick them up, swap them around, juggle with them. I mean, I I wouldn't move all of them because there's too much going on. But there's nothing hidden amongst them. You can definitely take a look, and you don't find anything. Okay. I won't try juggling with them. I can't juggle. Are you sure? Pretty sure. But can your character in the room juggle? It's role play. Oh yeah, of course. Maybe they're a famous juggler. Um, and that's why they're a baker. <laughs> <laughs> You'd learn to juggle eggs and then you're so fast that you can crack the eggs in between juggles. Wouldn't that be... That'd, that'd get business into your bakery. If you could juggle as you need. Maybe they employed me because I was a famous Perfect. juggler to get to get people in. That's why your job in this bakery is currently ambiguous. <laughs> 
Okay, so I want to have a look at the staff lockers, please. Can I go over to those and have a look? Certainly. So there are two lockers here because you weren't given one. Guess you haven't worked here long enough to earn it. I don't know. The left one belongs to David and the right one belongs to Ace. And each one needs a different three-digit code to unlock. This is how it is in my drawing, but I'm now sort of going into the the middle area of the room. Can I go and take Mm -hmm. a look at the oven? Yeah, so the oven, it's the main thing in the bakery that is always in pristine working condition. It's It never gets left off when there's other stuff to do. Everyone cares a lot about this oven. It's the most expensive thing in here. It will always work. And if you look inside it, it is currently empty. Okay, is it currently on? No, but as far as you can tell, it would be easy enough to do so if you needed to. Right, okay. Uh, any of the dials sort of look odd or no, nothing pointing 23 digit numbers <laughs> <laughs> it is just your perfect oven it would never betray you okie dokie um can i have a look at the bench that's in the middle of the two the baking, yeah, bench. The baking bench absolutely the baking bench is just long and metal and dusted with flour for optimum baking and all the regular ingredients are in cartons underneath it you don't however see any of the usual utensils and i don't know did david take them home for some reason you aren't sure so is there a, a shelf below the bench that has all of these bits and cartons yeah, on there's nothing fancy or suspicious about them they are exactly what they claim to be okay and and you said that the table is dusted well the bench is dusted with flour any numbers written in the flour <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> If only. I mean, you could write something. Yeah, feel free. You might get it right. Right. Okay. So if I if I do um, run my fingers through the flower, it does just you know it it works as normal. Absolutely wood. normal. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, so is there anything else under the bench apart from the shelf with all of the stuff on it? Yeah. No, it's all normal. Okay. So. Can I look at the other set of shelves with the bread on on the other side? These shelves are identical in every way to the first one. Oh, okay. In other words, I made two of them for symmetry rather than functionality. Right, see how. Um, and then what was over there? Oh, slicer and wrapping station. Yeah, let's go have a look at that. <laughs> yeah, which would you like to look at? Um, the slicer, please. Cool. So this is your standard bread slicer. You stick the bread in, set the thickness the way you want it, and then you pull on the lever. At least that's what you believe uh, you never actually get to use the slicer yourself because it's the only thing about working here that Ace really, really loves. Like, seriously, every morning when Ace comes in, they run straight over to the slicer and David has to yell at them to go and set up the displays first because, oh, that slicer. Apparently Ace is in love with it. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, can I turn it on? Can I, like, have a sneaky little go at it, seeing as nobody else is here and I'm not normally allowed to do it? Ooh. You you do so. You get it sort of set up. You pull down on the lever, but it doesn't actually budge. There's some sort of locking mechanism. You didn't know that. Ace must unlock it when they arrive and then lock it when they leave. On top of that, you can't actually see a lock or anywhere to input a code. So it's annoying. Have an obstacle. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Ace. <laughs> um, all right, so let's have a look at the wrapping um, wrapping station. 
So you've got your plastic and paper wrappings that the loaves of bread would go inside. And there's also a little segmented box that has three different kinds of twisty tie things for tying up the bread bags. There are pink, blue and green twisty ties and each one is labelled. So the pink ones are labelled yesterday, the blue ones are labelled this morning and the green are labelled this afternoon. Is it baby pink by any chance? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't got around the other side of the uh, room yet, but I'm wondering whether <laughs> the other chairs are going to be baby blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, if I just have a quick flick through all of the plastic and paper bags and stuff, is anything there? They seem very boring and like they are only there because it wouldn't make sense for there to be no wrapping at the wrapping station. Right. Okay. Um, with the twisty ties, is there? T- mm-hmm. well, are there too many to count, or could I count them? Yes, uh, it's quite a decent pile. Okay. It doesn't doesn't feel worth counting. Your intuition tells you that. Righty ho. Okay then. So I'm going to move on to the savory menu. All right, the savoury food menu is going to give you another image to look at. There aren't quite as many options on this menu as there were on the sweets one. Maybe that's a good thing, a bit less to read. Okay, so I've got the menu. It's in the same colours as the uh, as the sweet menu. And it says savoury menu underlined at the top. And then it just says pies with a colon and then a list of flavour of pies. So it seems that the only savoury items that we offer in this bakery are pies. Um, these are all... Yeah, the scrolls didn't make it onto either menu. <laughs> <laughs> They're all... We didn't even give them the option to buy them. <laughs> what are those things? Scrolls? What's a scroll? Ah, just take it off the menu. <laughs> um, They're all capitalised on this menu, which they weren't one on of them the all capitalised, one of them not. Yes, you fool. That might have, maybe foolish of me, but maybe not. Maybe it's a puzzle. Huh? Probably not. Cheeky. It's probably, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, exactly. I'm just grasping I honestly didn't realise I'd done that. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Because <laughs> people always think that us GMs are lying to them and, you know, we try and convince them that we're not. And now I don't know whether you are or not and you're confusing me. Perfect. <laughs> mean. Right, okay, so I'm just uh, pretty standard pie flavours, I think. Yeah. Satay lamb and peanut sounds nice. Yum. Yeah, it's perfect, <laughs> Billy. There's nothing wrong with it. In our playtest, we had an issue with that one. Oh, it's really? Fine. Oh, I love satay. He thought, I just... he thought that satay... Satay implies satay implies, implies peanuts. peanut heavily enough that you didn't need peanuts. Because we'd have satay and peanuts. Yes, I can see your point, yeah. But when I Googled <laughs> it, that's not true. <laughs> I kind of figured, actually, that it would be satay sauce with the lamb uh, and then maybe some crunchy peanuts in there as well. I guess, I mean, it must be. Yeah, it's acceptable. I will, I, will, I will give you that. <laughs> now, I just wanted to go over the thing because I don't know how much savoury pies are a thing in certain countries. Oh, the UK loves a savoury pie. Yeah, and Ooh, I was yes. comfortable with that, but I wonder how our US listeners felt about that. For uh, us, in the pies US... are savoury. An apple pie, yeah, maybe, but beyond that... Savory meat pies. Yeah, picture picture a key lime pie, but instead of lime, there's beef. <laughs> That's what it and is. And instead of sugar pastry, it's the same pastry but without all the sugar. Yeah, see, 
They they get it now. Okay. I've lost where I am now. Right. So I can't um, <laughs> deduce anything much from the menus at the moment. So I'm going to move on. And I'm going to come back to the glass counters because I've only looked at the scrolls one at the moment. Mm. So can I take a look at the sweets one in the middle? Absolutely. So again, you can open the main glass door to this shelf pretty easily and get all the tarts and the cupcakes and things. But there's another door on the bottom shelf that's padlocked. Inside it is a big old fancy birthday cake. There's also a handwritten sign out the front of the shelf that faces the customers, which says, sorry, no double flavors available. Okay, what kind of padlock is it? A very tiny one that needs a very tiny key. Is that so that none of us can eat the birthday cake? David's special cake, he made it a while ago and then said, nope, no one's getting this unless they pay me $1,000 for it. It's what? Perfect. That's crazy. Do the sweets look um, appetizing uh, or are they as horrible oh, as the yeah. scrolls? Definitely not. These are awesome. Okay. Well, I just uh, think I should just eat one just, you know, because why wouldn't you? For, for science. Yeah, Absolutely. You can take some bites of these and you don't really notice anything spectacular about it except for the usual spectacularness of sweet food. Cool. Yum. Is, and there's just two shelves in this one? So like a top uh, shelf and a bottom yeah. shelf? Yeah. Because I think there's three in the in the uh, There were three in the scrolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right then, so let's go next door to the pies cabinet. Mm-hmm. And once again, this glass door opens freely and you can see all the pies. There are mm, 20 of them. Not like No one's really been buying it. It's been a slow Monday. You can't tell at sight which flavor is which, which is annoying because Ace is supposed to label them. There is a handwritten sign out the front of the pies that David put out earlier that says, sorry, no single flavors available. Is, are they still hot or are they cold? They're kept warm. This is a heated cabinet. Okay. So they would definitely be edible. But I can't tell which one is which. No. That's right. So if you if you hate peanuts, you might be in for a bad time. Yeah. No, I, I, stupid Ace. He was meant to label them. So I'm getting a little bit of an idea now that maybe I need to go through the menus and pick out the because it says no single flavors. So maybe I need to pick out just the double flavors and that means something or just basically more than one flavor so i'm just gonna hmm. go through that so no some menu flavors time available so i've got chicken and cheese that sounds like a double flavor to me yeah i've got lamb and potato that sounds like a double flavor to me be quiet hint ghost <laughs> mexican chicken and rice Sounds like a double flavor to me. You're an NPC now. Mushroom and leek. That sounds like a double flavor to me. Now you're like a Warner Brothers NPC. <laughs> Potato and leek. Sounds like a double flavor to me. And the satay lamb and peanut. Well, oh. maybe that's just a single flavor because satay and peanuts are the same. Sounds like a double flavor to me. Sounds like a double flavor to me, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, hey boo-boo. Sounds like a double flavor to me. I was pretty proud of that voice. Oh, good work. <laughs> but does that mean anything? You found no, the yeah, double flavors. No. no, it doesn't mean anything to me at the moment. Uh, I also realized that I 
possibly need to go back and do the same thing with the sweets. But I didn't think of it when I was there, so I haven't thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to – I've only got, like, one more thing to look at, I think. So uh, I'm going to go and take a look at that mm-hmm. and then get my brain in gear and see if I can figure some stuff out. No worries. What was that? What haven't you looked at? Um, it's the other table and chairs. Oh, well, that's easy because the other table and chairs, perfectly identical to the first ones. Oh, they're Again. not going to be blue. No, no blue. Just the gross pink and the gross green. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm now doing this thing, which I'm wondering whether everybody at home is like, do this or it's this. <laughs> I have no There's idea. someone at home. Someone I'm, will There be. is someone at home right <laughs> now time. who's like, oh, this is the solution. You fool. So I've, all, I've always um, GM'd your games. I've never actually played one. And I was wondering how hard it was ah. going to be. It's quite hard. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I've got pink, blues and greens with the tables, chairs and the twisty ties. Um, Danny, are there, h- how many chairs are there? Does that matter? S- uh, there are four in total. So each okay. table has two chairs next to it. Yeah, I'm just thinking... If the chairs are pink, then I'm just trying to link the, that with the twisty ties, like pink is yesterday, but chairs being yesterday doesn't mean much to me. Mm. And the table being this afternoon doesn't mean much. It means just about as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you are at that tricky moment where you've got the things that you need to find, you've got all of the things that can be clues, but it's just knowing do you have enough information to do something with this? Yeah, it's the tricky point. Are you allowed to tell me whether it's worth me uh, going back to the sweets menu and listing out all of the single flavours? Because it said no double I, I'm, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> Bill, you're the hints ghost. Well, I mean, you did do it for one board. You may as well yeah. f- finish looking around. Okay. No point leaving stones unturned, even if it's irrelevant. At least it'll be entertaining. <laughs> It's just quite a long list and I'm a bit lazy, so. (laughs) Right, I just need another piece of You're a baker now, not a juggler. (laughs) You can't be lazy anymore. Oh, dear. Right, okay, so sweets, no double flavours available. So we have Mm -hmm. apple pie. That's good. Sounds like a single flavour to me. Uh, Chocolate cupcake. Why, that sounds like a single flavour. I need a different character for this week. Yeah, I think you're you going to manage go this, Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. Okay, cool. Elderflower cupcake. Oops, single flavour ahoy. Uh, pumpkin pie. A uh, single flavour. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> One single flavour. <laughs> Orange tart. That's only one. Tangerine tart. Hey, that's only a single flavour. I don't know who you're being now. I'm being the various NPCs at the sweets board. Toffee bun. Oh my, that seems like a single flavour to me. Oreo ice cream. I'm paired with Colpus and yet one single (laughs) flavour. Lemon cake. Ooh, a lemon's a single flavour, and a cake's not a flavour at all. Espresso cake. Hey, it's opposite day, and that's not a single flavour. 
uh, eucalyptus ice cream. Uh, technically, eucalyptus is multiple flavors. There's a lot of different uh, chemicals in a eucalyptus leaf that produce flavor. <laughs> You're putting on the BS here. <laughs> uh, kiwi fruit tart. Oh, yeah, that's one flavour, mate. Uh, strawberry bruh, smoothie. Bruh, that's one flavour. Single flavour. Apricot pudding. That's only one. Tapioca pudding. Is tapioca a flavour? I thought tapioca was yes. a flavour. It's a thing with a flavour. Is it? With one flavour. Well, they definitely wouldn't be out of it if they were out of double flavours. Let's put it True. that way. True, yeah. Even if it's no flavours, it's definitely not double flavoured. Okay, all right then, fair enough. Um, so we say, as, I think I say acai berry. Acai? You're right, I did put that one in just going, yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced, but what do I care? I don't yeah. have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Acai some, berry. Some people might say acai, I don't know. I think I say or something. Either way, that's one flavour. It is. And then yoghurt, which doesn't sound very uh, exciting at all. Yeah, that got nothing. It's just plain. Still, plain's a single flavour. True. Oh, that's so many things. But it is only half half the things that we had before. Okay. (gasps) Right, okay. So I've just looked at the first letter of each thing and the first three spell ACE. A-C-E. And then P-O-T-T-O-L-E-E-N-K. I think there was a missing letter in there somewhere. A-T-A-Y. Ace pot o So that doesn't, that seems like almost a message. It does seem like almost a message, yeah. Something about, something to do with ace, potato and leeks. I don't know yes. the atay bit. A T A Y, or oh, satay. Oh, right. S goes there. So, <laughs> Lick <pot>. satay. <laughs> now I think we may have missed a flavour there for an Did A because it does seem like it's going to be the word potato. Po. Oh, I must have missed an A out somewhere between tangerine and toffee. Almond bun. Ah. Almond. You missed the almond. Almond. That's a single flavour. Right, so I missed out almond bun. So it does say ace, potato, leek, satay. So let me go back to the savoury menu. Oh, Ace's lock on his locker was three digits, wasn't it? Mm. Indeed. Okay. So I've got three ingredients, potato, leek and satay. So it would have been a lot easier if it was a letter lock and it was just PLS. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely would have. <laughs> so only half the puzzle. So perhaps I need to try and convert potato leek and satay into numbers. Um, you did say, oh, I think you did say there were 20 pies, didn't you? I did. So can I go back to the cabinet and see if, oh, but you said I couldn't identify which one was which. Are they arranged in any particular way? No, they're sort of neat, but it doesn't look like there's anything separating them in any way into possible flavours. Am I going to have to try each of these pies to figure out which one's potato leek and satay? Well, it is definitely 
one way of figuring it out and one of the benefits of being an audio escape room so that you don't <laughs> have to try mysterious foods in the real world. Yeah. Okay, let me – okay, let's, let's just – Let's take- face it. It's one of the only things in here that you haven't eaten. You might as well go <laughs> for 100%. <laughs> okay, let's take a bite of each pie. I will take a bite of each pie and note the flavour. All right, so you start with just one, the one that's closest to you. You take a small bite just in case. I don't know if you like every flavour that's out there. Um, but or if you have any peanut allergies. <laughs> no, but no, before, I don't. Well, that's good because before you even like take a good chew of this first bite that you've taken, the smell gets to you and you know that it's the satay peanut one. It's it just the satay overwhelms you. Okay. And you keep going along. It's a bit of a taste test. You don't find any others that taste like satay, but you do find three that taste like lamb, three that taste like Mexican spices, four that taste like cheese, and nine that taste like mushroom. And I believe that adds up to 20. (laughs) Check, mate. (laughs) If you Uh, didn't pick up on it during the playtest, then I can be cocky about it. Yeah, that does add up to 20, yeah. Yes. Yes. So that would suggest that satay is one. Potato and leek was not in there. Hmm. No, you didn't have anything that tasted like potato and leek. I didn't have anything that tasted like potato and leek, no. So I had, I got a taste Mm. of cheese, which can only be chicken and cheese, I suppose, because it says no. No single flavours, yeah. So okay. So I'm mm. working from my double flavour list. Um so my mushroom oh mushroom and leek. Ah mushroom taste is got has got leek in it. Mm. Uh Mexican chicken and rice, so that doesn't contain any potato. Oh but the lamb I get three tastes of lamb, but lamb goes with the satay. Oh, no, lamb and potato. Oh, I missed that. Oh, no, there it is. Right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, so if I've got three tastes of lamb, then that would say potato is three. So potato, leek, satay. So three, nine, one. Three, nine, one. Can I please go over to the lockers? Yes, can I go to the lockers and try Ace's number lock? And can I put in three, nine, one, please? The locker opens. Yeah. Well done. Oh my God, I something. <laughs> <laughs> and now you get to tick off the menus as things that you've done and yeah. don't have to worry about again. <laughs> right, I'm just going to get rid of that whole page. <laughs> oh, God, that was a whole page? <laughs> yeah, a whole page. <laughs> All right. Well, you swing open Ace's locker door and you just get like a wave of odour because one of Ace's uniforms is crumpled up on the floor. Shirt, shorts, stinky shoes. It's like they just never wash. That you hold your nose and reluctantly like push them aside, and on the floor of the locker you find a post-it with some writing on it. It says, "Remember, only slice bread when it's a few hours old." Boss says, "No brand new bread." Not sure why. Well, that's because brand new bread would squish when you slice it. It really does. I'm. I'm not wrong. I'm no, right. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god! I'm such a good baker. 
Okay. Is that everything in the locker? If I just, you know, I don't mind touching his stinky stuff. I, I'll just, I'll take it Yes, you do. It's me. horrible. Like, <laughs> from what you know of Ace, it could be a biohazard. Oh my goodness. So, nothing yeah, else in there. Nah, nothing fancy. All right. Fancy. Just, yeah, nothing else of relevance. Um, the bread that was all on the shelves, uh, is that all bare bread? It's not wrapped. Correct. Okay. So the twisty ties I'm thinking about, obviously we've got yesterday, this morning and this afternoon, but I don't know whether that means that was when it was baked or that's when it has to be sold by. <laughs> It'd be pretty weird for some of them to oh, yeah, you you can't sell, sell this by yesterday. By yesterday can you? <laughs> what, a, what a mean boss. I need this sold by yesterday or you're fired. Well, you did say he was really mean. That's true. <laughs> Can we cut that bit? <laughs> <laughs> it's cold and gold. Stay in. I don't think you said that the bread shelves were messed up. You just said there was lots no, there. No, in fact, and... yeah, they look pretty orderly in their three separate sections. Yeah. Do the three separate sections refer to yesterday this morning and this afternoon are there any colors on the shelves no there aren't so mm. if that's true you can't tell by looking at them ah oh i think you said that whenever ace comes in he goes straight over to the slicer dave has to shout at him to get the window decoration done yeah it's it's ace's job to do the window displays as well that's meant to be first thing in the morning right so if I go back over to the window decoration table things, mm -hmm. is there anything messed up about them? Well, no, because I don't know, maybe because it's the end of the day and the displays have been taken down, but the plates that would normally have the display food on them are totally empty. And you never do this part and you never really pay them too much attention. So, yeah, you don't even know what was on them today. All right. Okay. Um. If, there's nothing blue about the tables and chairs, is there? I don't miss you saying saying something. No, no, there isn't. In fact, yeah, I mean, those pink and green things are very striking, but actually nowhere in the whole bakery do you see anything blue except for those tags. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering whether the pink, there's four pink chairs. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's four. Or somethings that was yesterday. Two green tables, so two somethings that was this afternoon. About Again. these tables and chairs. Yeah. What else do you know about them? Because we know that they're tables and chairs. We know that they're green and pink. They're uncomfortable. You wouldn't ever sit on them. And that plates mm -hmm. are stuck down on them. What What makes them uncomfortable? Uh, I'm not really sure, actually. Danny, what's uncomfortable about them? Uh -huh. If I sit on one, what, what happens? They are very impractically shaped. I thought so, because you said that the chair was, what did you say? Like a it was just like a rectangular prism, prism block, yeah. and the tables are just fat cylinders. Are there any cakes or pie, not pies, we've done pies, haven't we? Are there any cakes or bread that resembles those shapes? Well... In fact, all of the bread in the shelves are rectangular prismy. 
and there's definitely something in those shelves that seemed uh, cylindrical, and you were not a fan of them. The scrolls? Yep, right. the scrolls. Ah, okay. Okay, so the scrolls are like the table, and the tables represent this afternoon, maybe. Hmm. Because the colour matches the this afternoon colour. Because the, the colour, yes, yes. And then the chairs are, well, they look like some loaves of bread, which potentially hmm. represent yesterday. So does that mean all of the loaves of bread are yesterday? Hard to tell. <laughs> how, how, how could you possibly confirm? I, well, we could try slicing them. But, so the slicer doesn't work. But I can't, yeah. <laughs> Can I touch them and find out if they feel a bit stale? I mean, there are probably more fun ways of doing it. Can I, am I supposed to eat these again? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you, Seriously? go for 100%. <laughs> okay, but you said there were loads. I'm feeling a bit full. I need some water or something. Oh, that's true. There are so many that you probably don't want to eat a chunk of bread from each of the loaves of bread. That would take you a ridiculous amount of time. Okay. So let me feel them first and see which ones. If they feel really soft and spongy, then I won't bother. But if they feel a bit hard, then I'll I'll take a little bite and see how stale they taste. Let's say you can feel maybe the slightest of differences between the three sections of shelf. So if you were to squish and take a taste of the bread from the leftmost shelf, it's good, but it is starting to get a little bit of staleness around the edges that tells you that it's been sitting out in the open air for a little bit of time. Yeah. Middle shelf bread, about the same, but it's also got that added bit of hardness to the crusts that isn't quite supposed to be there. Okay. And on the rightmost shelf... That's where when you tried to squish it with your hands, you could definitely feel that there was a little bit of a problem. Same light, stale taste, but that layer of hardness goes all the way through. It's not inedible, but you'd probably only buy it if you were just making toast with it, not if you were making sandwiches. <laughs> right, okay. Right, so a bit stale around the edges. So that is probably this morning's because it's ah, yes, because it's now evening, isn't it? So they're blue. Yeah. Shelf one, blue. Cool. So that was the slightly stale around the edges. The next one was slightly stale, but also a bit hard. Yeah. Oh. And then the. Oh, so actually they are blue. That's this. Mm. That was this morning because they're older. Um, and the mm. only a tiny bit stale is green because they were made this afternoon. So cool. And then the icky ones on shelf three yesterday pink nice right so now i have a color order green blue pink which doesn't help at all <laughs> you're just hoping it's all clicking so the pink the shelf three with the pinks can i see how many are on that shelf that look the same shape assume as the that chair? assume ooh, assume that they all do okay so is it just four then so is it is it regarding the number of chairs so it's four and then there are two tables I mean, yeah it makes sense you had you had four rectangular chairs yeah that were pink 
Yeah. And now the rectangular bread, you found what is assigned pink there. Yes. So you've got a connection there. Yes. That's Maybe the tables have something to do with the scrolls. Yes. That makes yeah. sense. The, the square, the rectangular chairs went to the rectangular bread. Let's check out the cylindrical scrolls. Oh, actually, yeah, because they were on shelves as well. Rock solid bottom shelf can just about tear the middle shelf and can eat, but are still yucky on the top shelf. Mm. Right. Mm. So, so the scrolls are most stale on the bottom. So that's pink. Mm-hmm. Middle. So this morning, blue on the middle shelf and then green made most fresh on the top shelf. So the, like the question is, right, you've, you've obviously, you found these connections, right? We know that the, the, the table and chairs, they're connected to the bread and the cylinders. There's a connection to the age and the color, right? You've, you've made all these connections. Yeah. And the, the kind of the question is like, like why? Like what, what do we, what's the point? I mean, that's where, we, that's kind of where the, the hang up is, right? Like the next step is, is it's hard to find. But the question is, like, you know one more thing about these tables and that one last thing about the tables will answer the question of why, like what the point is, what the goal is. They go in the window. Yeah, they are used to hold the window displays. Yes. Does that mean that only this afternoon's items go on the table and only yesterday's items go on these? Does anything go on the chairs or are they just... There. It does seem like it would be a bit strange for something to go on the chairs because yeah. despite their weird shape, they are definitely chairs. Right, okay. It, it, fe- it feels like those empty plates on the table are staring most invitingly at you. Does it matter the formation that I've drawn these tables and chairs? I wouldn't think so. Okay. Well, how have you drawn the tables and chairs? I well, mean, I've drawn... How terrible have you done this? <laughs> <laughs> the tables are stacked on top of each other and all the chairs are outside. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, right? <laughs> so am I supposed to figure out what goes on the plates? I have no idea. I might need some Well, help. I mean, it's a good goal. If your goal is, if your goal yeah. is to, to find out what's on those plates, what do you have that could, could hint you to that? What, what information have we gathered? So we've gathered that the chairs relate to the bread, the table mm-hmm. relates to the scrolls. Yep. Okay. Is it four loaves of bread and two scrolls? Can I get four loaves of if, bread and two scrolls? Yep. I will divide them then and put two loaves of bread and one scroll on one plate and two loaves of bread and one scroll on the other plate. Now, can you be more specific? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I probably can. So where do you get your bread from and where do you get your scrolls from? So the scrolls I need... Green, yeah. So All green right. is this afternoon, so that is middle shelf. Oh, no, this afternoon is most fresh. I keep getting confused. Yeah, so that's top shelf. <laughs> scroll. All right, top, top shelf, shelf scrolls. Got it. We've got our green eight. afternoon scrolls. Yeah. Two of them. Two of them. Okay. And then bread, I would like pink, and I would like from shelf three. Is that okay to say that? I think you yeah. said right, Danny. Shelf three, yesterday bread. Yeah, yesterday okay. bread. Four. Uh, All right. Yep, and we've got four yeah. that matches, and then we yeah. split them up. Okay. Yes. So you put two loaves of the oldest bread and one of the newest scrolls on each table, 
And when you do and you put it all down, you hear a click. Not from the tables. In fact, not from anywhere near you. It came from back in the working area somewhere. Oh, could that have been the slicer uh, D looking? <laughs> Let's go over to the slicer. You head back over to the slicer and the lever now moves. Excellent work. Okay. Now oh, everything's going to go totally smoothly after the killer puzzle, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realise when you're making a death puzzle. <laughs> so the slicer is now available. So can I um, turn it on? And mm-hmm. I'm going to slice a loaf of bread. I'll take a, sli- uh, take a loaf of bread and put it in there and give it a slice to see what happens because I've never done it yeah, before. Yeah, sure. Just just on, like, the default settings? Uh, no. Okay, so now I'm thinking about the blinds and the different thicknesses of the blinds. Mm. Um, is one loaf of bread all sliced uniformly or can different slices be different thicknesses? The settings on this the settings on this slicer mean that you can vary the thickness of the slices okay. throughout the a loaf of bread. Excellent. So can I set the first three to be thin? Um, mm-hmm. and then the next three to be almost like it's skipping a slice. Yes. yes. Twice as thick. I, I'm not I'm not sure if that was twice the thickness of the first, but I know that the last three yeah. are twice the thickness of the second. Yeah, the second they went three. twice as thick every time. Yeah. So okay, for people yeah. uh at home the, who who are just listening, that was the uh all that was the same thickness as those slats in the blind over the door. They were yes. three thin ones, three that were twice as thick and three that were twice again as thick. Yes. Alright, so nice. you set the slicer to that and you you just grab a loaf of bread off the shelves? Yes, because they're all a few hours old, so I think they're yep. fine. All right, you stick one in and slice, and it slices all right. In fact, it's come out exactly the way you expected with no problems whatsoever. You suppose David's advice was right. This is how you should slice bread. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Damn. Sadly, that's great for the bakery. Not so great for you right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got some different slices of bread. Um, so I walk with the slices of bread over to the blinds to see right. if I can sort of fit them in anyhow or like lay them on though, whether that would... From a yeah, from a practical standpoint, it doesn't quite seem to do anything. Just sort of sadly picking up a slice of bread and holding it against the door, letting go, and then it falls to the ground. <laughs> if people outside could see you, they'd be very baffled. Yeah. So it doesn't seem to do anything. But on the plus side, the thickness of that bread does seem like it's worked with the door nicely. It matches. <laughs> okay, great. That's good. Good to know. I haven't actually really looked at the slices. Are they just regular slices of bread? There's no. They are. It's they, not like a yes, stick of they're rock outstanding bread slices. For yeah, your first time using the slicer, you did good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you were slicing. Oh yes. You were you were saying that all the bread was was old enough. Yes. Right. Why do we want to not slice new bread? You found something that told you not to slice. Oh, yes, New the bread, right? note, yes. Yeah, who told you? Ace told me that. Ace. But someone told Ace. 
oh yeah david he said i don't know don't know why david says so i didn't write down the entire thing that you said yeah. that's cool points now as the game master i'm not allowed to lie to you <laughs> but you but... know who's canonically lying to you all the time and stealing your money and hiding it somewhere oh david buddy david david such why a why we trust him david I don't know. Why are we trusting him? So, okay. Can't keep then. listening to David. You've got to break out of this right. mindset. Well, let's get a Free let's yourself get a from his shackles. Bread. Let's get a loaf of bread uh, from the green shelf, which. Uh, that's, well, it's that's still, still a, few a few hours, hours old. old. Oh. Well, I need some fresh bread. Do I have any freshly bread? You don't. So, well, that's a problem. <laughs> let's go over to the oven. Danny, you're going to make me make bread. <laughs> well, I made you eat it. It's only fair that you replace what you ate. Okay, so I obviously know the recipe for bread. Totally. Um, yeah, you're a baker. In course. fact, your character's um, a baker. Well, actually, even better than that, because you know that bread takes proofing and all of that, which can take hours upon hours, you actually know some special little adjustments to the recipe and the method that can make this go much, much faster. Um, so you do some, you make your mixture, you beat it up like you do with bread. Now, all you need is to roll it out. Ah, that's a problem. There's no rolling pin. Ah, dear. Do I use, so I'll go over and get one of those really stale, hard scrolls and use that to roll it. I mean, it's a solid cylinder. So as long as none of the grossness rubs off on your fancy new bread, you give it a little bit of a roll and it works perfectly. It's a great substitute. Excellent. So pretty soon you've got your dough flattened out and you shape it up into a bread shape and it's now a good ready slab of dough. Wonderful. So I go over to the oven, put it inside. Mm -hmm. Well, turn the oven on, hopefully. Can I turn the mm -hmm. oven on? Does it work? Oh, yeah. This oven is your best friend. It's not going to betray you in any way. Ah. It's going to do what you want when you want. I see why you said that. Hey, Gemma, I'm your friend. The oven. <laughs> Put that bread right in here. If you want to take, nom, 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 nom. take a half hour break, then your bread will take half an hour to cook. Oh, wow. If you want it done in 30 seconds, great. Just tell me what you want, Gemma. I'll cook that bread. Nom, nom, nom. Put it in, the, put it in my mouth. That's I'm your oven. friend, the oven. Oh, come, 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 come. Oven, I want one of you in my house. Um, <laughs> Done! <laughs> <laughs> right, here, here Oven, here, here is this bread. Can you please get it done in two seconds for me? Here we go. One, two, go. That tastes like a finger flavor to me. Here's some bread. <laughs> Your newly born bread emerges from the oven. It's perfectly cooked and it's got a mouth-watering fragrance. Lovely. So I take it out of the... Uh, loaf tin and whisk it straight over to the slicer and put it through. Which is still seconds. set to its funny widths. You yeah. pull down on the lever and you feel a bit of resistance from your spongy new bread. But who cares what Dave says? You push down on the lever a little bit harder and finally it seems to go the whole way down. But when you take your bread out, only some of the slicer blades seem like they went through as perfectly as they were supposed to. Some of them clearly got a little bit stuck. And now you get to see the final image of this room. And again, people at home, it 
It's in the room notes, so you can take a look at this one as well. Oh, and don't forget, don't slice fresh bread. It'll get all stuck. <laughs> Why would the oven know about that? I know everything about bread. My, my mother was a slicer. And so I've got quite a long slice and there are some lines uh, going through it. Uh, some are just Yeah, it's harsh. like a top view of the slices. Oh, okay. So this is the entire loaf of bread and this is showing yes. me mm-hmm. how far through each slice has gone. Is that exactly. right? Exactly. Okay, yep. okay. So yeah, um, at the, the first kind of slice has reached halfway going from left to right. Second slice has reached halfway going from right to left. Third slice is all the way through. Um, fourth and fifth, halfway, left to right. Six slice all the way through. And then seven and eight, halfway from left to right. Um, so am I supposed to get three digits from this? <gasps> I've got it. Ah, I think I do. So if you look at it from a little bit of a distance, it looks like two, three, three. Two, three, mm, three. The slices cutting yeah. in. Yeah. They, they make little like in the balloony space. letters or yeah, balloony numbers. They do. Oh yeah. It's it's a when you see it puzzle, as I like to describe yeah. it. Which it's a, I was yeah. gonna say, and I'm so glad because trying to create one of those and not knowing. Talk about it next Sorry. episode. Yeah, yeah. Next episode. You're right. We got 233. Let's do it. Okay. 233, please, in Dave's locker. The door to Dave's locker unlocks. <sighs> you open it, and it's completely bare except for a small metal box. This metal box is not locked, so you open it. And inside it, it's completely bare except <laughs> for an inscription written on the bottom. The key to the sweetest is in the most sour. So then, the key to the sweetest is in the most sour. So I guess I need to look inside the most sour item to find the key for the birthday cake. Sounds fair. The most sour thing in this whole bakery. Right. Let's look at the sweetie list and find the most sour, which... Yogurt on its own is probably quite sour. So can I take a do, – do I even have any yogurt? Yeah, let's say in the sweets thing there's some yogurt. There's but some yogurt? Yeah, but you don't find anything inside it. Inside there must be something it. more sour. Perhaps the lemon cake. Can I have a rummage in the lemon cake? There's nothing inside the lemon cake. There must be something more sour. Dave is pretty sour. You're in – more of a right direction. Dave has a sour personality. Yeah. That would be hard to hide something inside. I've hidden it inside my personality. <laughs> but you're on the right you're, track. You're getting closer. The sweets, sweets are too sweet. The savoury, yeah. they're just savoury. They're not sour. None yeah. of this food is sour. Bread's sweet and So nice. it mustn't be food. Dave's sour, but he's not here. There's nothing else in Dave's locker. Oh, I asked to rummage through his stuff earlier. Is it, it was you just too have disgusting. a rummage through. You is found it? a post-it note. Yeah. So, Danny, you're mean. Can I go back to Ace's locker then and, and rummage through his clothes? There's something in the pocket. There isn't anything in the pockets. That was oh. totally fair. You rummaged oh, okay. through them. You were looking, you're feeling. There wasn't anything that you could notice like that. 
And I grant there is definitely a pretty sour, sour, yeah, sour is a good way to describe the gross smell that is coming from his stuff. Okay. So you need to find the most sour. I guess it's his shoes. Um, that's just a guess. Oh, yeah. I- Those are disgusting. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason you didn't rummage through them earlier. Let me go and grab a pl- piece of, you know, a, some wrapping and put it over my hand. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a great idea. Perfect. I should have made that a thing. Okay, and grab some of the plastic wrapping and glove your hand. Yes. And then I'll rummage through his shoe. Shoes. It is nasty. Even through yeah. the plastic, you can feel a little bit of moisture seeping onto your fingers. So you reach in, oh, you feel around, you can't find anything obvious. But finally, right up in the big toe area of the right shoe, you feel a little bit of the inner fabric coming loose. You know, when the insides of shoes go bad and they start to move around, you dig your finger into there and you touch something. With difficulty, you hook it out and it's a tiny key. Yay! So I take the tiny key and run over to the glass suites cabinet. Mm-hmm. Try the key in the lock to get access to the birthday cake. The glass door to the birthday cake slides open. So I take the birthday cake out, have a look. All right. It looks quite lovely. Dave's masterpiece. Can I eat a piece? Mm, I mean, yeah, you can take a nice little piece. You, you cut into a small piece of the top tier of it and... It's it's pretty tasty cake. It's pretty good. I would like to plunge my hand into this cake because I've always wanted to do that and just see if there's anything inside it. You basically, you, you make your hand do a little swan dive almost straight down through the center of the cake. Yes. And sure enough, you feel something spongy deep in the bottom of the cake, but not like tasty edible spongy, more like waterproof wallet sort of spongy. So you dig it out, you wipe away all the creamy, sugary filling, and there's a zipper, which you tear open, and an explosion of cash comes out of it. It sends high-denomination bills all over the place. You've done it. You've found where David's been hiding the money that he's been embezzling from the bakery. Nobody's touched this cake except him ever because, yeah, he brags about it to everyone that he made this with his own hands, and he'll preserve it and forever basically or at least until he feels like going on a shopping spree apparently well something tells you that you're not going to have to endure any abuse from him again i've got my all right that's it (laughs) (laughs) 